Super necessary. God, Eric, my God! Unbelievable! Just like that! Come and done! You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me! You can't say much other than wow. Easy, mate. Yes, mate. You okay? Saying you good. All good, mate. Thanks for joining us. No worries. How are we? Good, good. Right. Um, so let's jump right into it. Um, so your next fight, you are fighting Magnus Anderson, June 10th, yeah, Hitman Fight League. What's your thoughts on him and what would the win do for, for you over someone like Magnus? Yeah, good fight. Um, I used to, weirdly enough, I used to train with Magnus over in Thailand. So we're actually really good friends as well, which is a weird one. Um, but Magnus is a, a very good fighter, you know what I mean? He's fought for one championship title. Um, he's various world champ, uh, he's got various world titles. He's fight, he fights regular on glory. So it has got the potential to be a really good fight. Uh, I just think I'll be a little bit too good for him. You know what I mean? The stable I've got and stuff like that, I just think I'll be far too good for him. You mentioned there about being mates and obviously sparring. Are you able to take a lot from sparring when you when you go into the fight with him? Uh, yeah, obviously you take, you take confidence from sparring, obviously, but it's... Do you know what I mean? It, it's one of them. It were many years ago now. Mm. I wouldn't have taken the fight if I did, if I thought we were getting beat in sparring. So you know what I mean. You can take what take what you want from that. But then again, I'm guessing so solely. So yeah, I think it'll be a good fight. Like I said, we've both got similar styles as well. We both like to have a fight. So I do think it has got the potential to be a fucking good fight. Yeah, as yeah, you say, definitely. there it was a a while ago. So. He's obviously developed a lot since then as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I mentioned Hitman Fight League there. Obviously, it's just starting out. But for you, how, how big do you think it'll be become with with guys like Liam and, and Andy running it? Uh, I think it's got the potential to be very big. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, look at Liam's following. You know what I mean? That mm. alone's already going to attract a big audience. The first show was Saturday. Um. They did like a YouTube watch party and stuff like that. I got thousands of freaking viewers and the pay-per-view did really well and stuff like that. So quite clearly it's got the eyes on it and freaking hell, the card with all that were on weekend. Do you know what I mean? It's only going to get bigger like this one in Manchester. Just it's only got four fights alone and each one of us, all of us are huge ticket sellers, but all of them are good, good, good fights, you know what I mean, all international fights, so I do think it has got the potential to go really big but like I say, we'll, we'll see Yeah yeah. Do you think the UK is missing its own sort of really big Thai shop? Say that again, sorry Do you think the UK is, is missing sort of a really big Thai shop at the moment? 
Uh, it's weird because, do you know, before it used to have obviously the Yokao and stuff like that. I think we are missing that buzz again. Like, there is other other fights, other shows what are still like that sort of level. There's like MTGP, do you know what I mean? And obviously Super Showdown, that sort of shows. But I don't think any shows of it, like the likes of like one championship and stuff like that yet. So it'd be nice. One, it'd be good to see, obviously with Liam being a, hip, uh, a one championship time fighter as well, it'd be good to see, maybe see maybe one day one championship link up with him and then maybe that break into the UK. But like you say, I do think it is missing just that that huge show. I think we've got some big shows, but I don't think we've got like a huge like a UFC or a one championship or all that out yet. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you think in time like you could see something like what um the Muay Thai Grand Prix did with one championship for with, with like Liam and Hitman Fight League? Oh, 100%. Like, I f- do you know what? I think it's one of them as well. We've got that much talent now in the UK. Like, how many fighters are in one championship? Plus, there should probably be more. Yeah. So, I don't think we're far off from it at all. It's just, it's one of them. I think, I think one are still, obviously, I think one are still progressing. Do you know what I mean? They're only just breaking into America. Yeah. Obviously, they've yeah. got all the Asian market, but they're only just breaking into America, Australia. So, I think once they start, Firing the shows out here, there, and everywhere. I think that's when they'll start taking over. Yeah, I think yeah. Put, putting the putting the stuff on Amazon Prime as well was a big, a good move for them. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's huge. Yeah. But like, same again though. It's only available in America. Yeah, true. So yeah. you've got all us, all us frigging scroungers with his VPNs <laughs> firing on American Prime. You know what I mean? But it's one of them. Once once we get there, I think it'll be all right. It's just. They need to break into it, I think, first. Yeah. 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 And I think once once it does eventually start coming over here, I think like broadcasters will be falling over themselves to to sign it up when you see how well the deal 100%. with Bell and, and Bellator have done. So um it's only a matter of time, I think. Yeah, and that's when we can get start getting paid some serious fucking dough. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, man, fuming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so one thing we do love about you on social media is when you post about your fights you share the good and you share the bad is that something you do to help keep yourself grounded in a way do you know what I think it is I think it's just more of like a reminder to yourself because man I, I won't lie I went through a depression before not not with this last fight but I, I went through a stage Reg I couldn't I didn't want to fight anymore you know what I mean I came I felt like an untouchable came off a big loss and then it was like I freaking hell I thought the world were going to end and I thought oh my god and like genuinely I didn't want to fight anymore and I ended up Covid actually sorted me out a little bit because that break just gave me that little bit of a restart to like want to do it again but it were a bit of a weird one so I think I just kind of use it as a reminder plus at the end of the day it's a sport do you know what I mean don't get me wrong, it's more than a sport, it's like more of a way of life and stuff like that. But and it, when it all comes down to it, it's a sport. You know what I mean? It's not fucking end at world. So Yeah. I think you've just got to, us with tie boxing as well, you never see anyone with an unbeaten record, do you know what I mean? So I think yeah. you've just got to kinda of like embrace your losses, learn from them and do you know what I mean? So I think when I just fire that on social media, it's not 
a reminder to me. Well, it is a reminder to me as such, but as as well as everyone else, like it's a sport. You know what I mean? Get on with it. Yeah. yeah. Is, is that something that you would suggest to others? Maybe not as crazy as having a pandemic, but obviously taking some time away uh, as well. If if anyone ever gets to that point. If in doubt, man, if it gets to that point where you're just seriously not enjoying it, because I, I got to a point where I just weren't enjoying it whatsoever. I ended up taking a fight where even though I didn't want to fight, sold loads of tickets still, got cut up to a million pieces. And my head worked with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I kind of in a bit of a self-destruct mission. So, yeah, if you are feeling like that, what I'd say is just take a bit of a break. You know what I mean? What, what are you going to lose? A bit of a step back. Yeah. All you're gonna all you're gonna lose is frigging you know what I mean? You might not have a fight in that time. That's it. Yeah, definitely. Um so we spoke about it a little bit there, but obviously you've been being in Muay Thai since you were a kid, I think about three years old, maybe. give us your thoughts obviously on the, the current landscape of Thai and how different is it to when you were starting out? Yeah, so I was four. Um, it's a bit of a weird one. Like when we were kids, like interclubs as such, were like even interclubs back then, it were sometimes you were still getting a decision, you know what I mean? Like there was still a decision. Like it weren't really, as much as it were a non decision fight, you, there was still a decision, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you knew a winner and a loser were, but as well, like a lot of fights were non body armor. Ed, it were headshots for I 13, and then. I were fighting pro by 15. Mm. So, like, it were a lot quicker back then, as in now. I think... I think kids can be a little bit protected now, as in, like, all these kids are all bothered about, like, unbeaten records and all that sort of bollocks, you know what I mean? But... And every kid's got frigging about a million world titles, and you know what yeah. I mean? All that sort, as it is. But I think the standard of the juniors is a lot higher now. I really do. But... The only problem is what we we ain't yet to see is these juniors break into the adults because I know what I struggled with coming from a junior to an adult, keeping your hands up. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I'm known for having a bit of a, a ding dong. Yeah. But that can be my downfall sometimes as well because I get a bit stupid. But I think that transfers from my junior career because it was like, Juniors, obviously, it's no headshots. So we're yeah. used to just, you can get away with having your hands down. So when you step into the adult, it's more, it is a big, big difference, especially if you're used to having your hands there instead of there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. Like, like I say, we're yet to see, like, I think we're just seeing final bits of, like, my sort of generation a little bit after, but we're... I think that this new generation now is breaking through. This is what we yet, we yet to see. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What what would you do to sort of change that? Do you, do you just drill like, when the juniors? Do you just drill? Would you just drill like get your hands up, even though it's only body shots? Or is that something that you would drill? So it's there. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. But see, our gym as well. Now we have our kids. A lot of them do spar head shots. Yeah, because that way they've kind of. That's where you your learning's done and you're sparring, you know what I mean? So it's like we get a lot of our juniors to spar red shots as older juniors, I mean, not like as younger ones, but 
I, I don't know. It's a bit of a tough one. Obviously, it's not like Thailand. Thailand, they're at it from six-year-olds, you know what I mean? Yeah. Literally headshot full-time rules. Do you know what I mean? So, like, it's a bit of a difficult one, but if I were to say what I'd set, what I would suggest is similar to amateur boxing, start them with headshots early, maybe head guards or something like that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it must be hard for them making that transition if they sort of don't know what it's like to get it in the face. Oh, 100%, um, because they're used to... The, going from a junior to an adult, you got, you're got used to... Ed, well, as soon as you start your head shots as a junior, that's when you start putting an head guard. But you're used to an head guard, a body shield, shin pads, and then all of a sudden you're jumping straight in to an adult's class, no shin pads, no body armour, no head guard, and it's head shots now when you... You know what I mean? You might not have had that many headshot fights. Yeah. It's a big, big jump. Yeah. Definitely. Imagine like. Yeah. Um, so sort of sticking with you talking about the juniors and, and the up and comers and things like that. Who are some of the next generation of fighters coming out of bad combat that people should look out for? Uh, you know what, we've got a few. Um the ones who are breaking onto the scene now, definitely Finley Smith. Finley Smith's obviously Richard's son. Uh, he's just turned pro, so he's like breaking onto the C-class scene, CB-class scene. He fought in man short week and destroyed some Spanish kid. But, yeah, he's breaking onto the scene. And then his younger brother, Fergus. Fergus is absolutely... If you see him, I think he's unbeaten in the past seven years in the UK or something like that. Always winning gold medals at Worlds and stuff like that. The kid's an absolute joke. Um, and then we've got us... Well, as younger, well, to be honest, we've got an absolute flurry of them. So there's probably too many, too many names for me to even mention. And I don't want to upset any kids for not mentioning them. So, <laughs> but it, it's one of them, like, I'll mention them too, because them two are probably standouts. But honestly, like, the young, even the younger ones, like, the amount of kids that we've got now who are fighting every week and at opens and stuff like that, like, the talent is seriously high. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to sort of veer away from that then into like a different thing, obviously, you know, fighters sustain injuries, you know, a lot, a lot of the time they sustain them leading up to the, the fights. For, for you, if you had to pick, what's what's the worst one that you've sustained and you've still went in to compete? Um, do you know what? My worst ever injury is my hand or wrist. I did my, did my ligaments in my wrist um, and it's still knackered now. Mm. Like I had to fight my last fight with it, my fight before that. But I've had a lot of cortisone injections and stuff like that, but like as you probably know, cortisones don't last forever. So mm. like for my last fight, I had one just before I went to Thailand and it worn off six months, uh, six weeks after. So for the last three weeks at camp, I had to do it in pain. Um, plus they're expensive. Um, but yeah, I've got a really bad right wrist, funnily enough. Yeah. But it's funny because probably my right hand is probably my, my main shot. <laughs> That's what I knock most people out with. So I don't know. It's a bit of a weird one. But to be honest, you you kind of get used to just getting on with it. You know what I mean? Um, but I've picked up some loads of different frigging niggles and stuff over the years. But if I had to have a standout, I'd probably say my wrist. Yeah. Yeah. With that being such a, a long-term 
well, a more long-term injury, let's say, have you had to change your style at all or have you just sort of powered through it? This, I have had fights where I've had to pull out because it's it's genuinely been that bad. Like this, There were a time where like, I had a fight and I, I couldn't even make a fist. It were awful. Like, and that, that's when I first discovered about it and it were like, they thought we were going to need surgery and all sorts and that's when we went down the cortisone route. Um, but it's a bit of a weird one. Like it's just you kind of get used to just getting on with it. So, like you say, changing styles sometimes. But it's what the lucky thing with tire boxing is: if your hands hurt, you can always use your legs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah. you can use your elbows or your knees. You know what I mean? So there's always ways around it. My sort of style as well. I don't just do one thing as such. Like I'm quite. I'd like to say I'm quite well rounded. So. I'm lucky in that sense that I'm not just like a boxer or a kicker. It's, you know what I mean? It's yeah. I'm quite well-rounded, so that's the only good thing I've got regarding my sort of style. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So when you reach the end of your fighting career, hopefully, you know, not anytime soon, um, <laughs> but when somebody mentions the name Joe Craven, what, what would you like them to remember about you? Just someone who fought everyone and always brought a good fight, you know what I mean? But someone who entertains, do you know what I mean? People who know me, who see me Instagrams and stuff like that, like, I always like to put a smile on people's faces whether I'm making people laugh, you know, freaking get my head knocked off, whatever. Like, I like to make freaking people, you know what I mean? People smile, so, yeah, just someone who entertains, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they're always the one that, that I remember, aren't they? Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, move on to the last part of it now. Um, segment that we do is just getting getting to know you, get, just asking you a few different questions, yeah, your well. favourite things and that. Um, so the first one is favourite film. Favourite film? I don't know, you know, I, I change all the time. I'd probably go Step Brothers. Nice. Step Brothers is always a little classic in it, but yeah, yeah I always yeah. change. But always a good laugh, Step Brothers. Oh, quality, man. <laughs> um, what's your favourite TV show? Favourite TV show? I tell you what, we're good. Lufa. Yeah. Lufa, yeah. quality, man. The, uh, the series were better than the film, but the film were pretty good as well. But the series were quality, man. Yeah, yeah, it was boss when it came out. Like, when it, everyone yeah. loved it. Yeah. Um, I know you you play a little bit of music yourself, but um, who's your favourite musician or band? It's another one. I freaking I vary again. It, it depends what day, what depends what day we're on. Uh, at minute, I've been listening to a bit of James Brown, but I, honestly, I change constantly, <laughs> man. I like Jerry Cinnamon as well. He's yeah. been he's been one of my regulars. So, at, at minute, I'll go. Uh, you know what? I'll go Jerry Cinnamon at minute. Nice, nice. nice. Um, next one. Um, what's a random fact about yourself? I am the king of facts. <laughs> I am the king of alley facts. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Nice fact there. Yeah, I love um, it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, next one's 
what's your biggest pet peeve, whether it's in fighting or just in life? Pet peeve. Mm. Do you know what? This is going to sound bad. I'm going to say being late, but I'm always late for stuff. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But like, do you know when you're on time for something and then someone rocks up about 20 minutes late, you're like, for fuck's sake, you're taking piss. But <laughs> I, I have got a, I have got a, a bit of a, a bit of a problem for turning up like five minutes late every now and again. So, so yeah, it's one uh, of them. Are you the one saying that to yourself when you turn up late? Like, for fuck's sake. I'm late oh, again. no, absolutely <laughs> not. They should wait for me. But what I'm saying is, if someone's late, it does be fucking heading. Yeah. I'm not bothered for like five minutes late, but when you're taking piss like 20, 30 minutes late, it does me heading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say, yeah. And you're not late there, Ellie. That's what I mean. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Next one then. Have you got any hidden talents? Hidden talents? I don't know. Uh, Probably like you said, them playing on frigging guitar every now and again, but I'm not very good on it. I just just dabble about on it. (laughs) Yeah, nice. Still a little good pastime, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, next one then. Uh, see what your responses to this. What's your go-to takeaway order? Pizza. Pizza. Oh, it's got to be pizza, mate. <laughs> but I, do you know what? I am. I am bad for food, me. But yeah, I've probably got pizza. Uh, but I, there's I, a. I tell you what, though, there's a gaff round by use. Casa. Casa Italia in in, in Liverpool. Fucking oh, yeah. hell, man! <laughs> I went there, so. I went there with Pad, mate. Oh my god, that was the one of the nicest Italians I've ever had. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's know, a serious gaff. That uh, I know. Uh, Paddy come to Leeds. Did you introduce him to any any particular spots in Leeds? Well, I took him to Black House. Me and his bird, and my uh, and my bird as well. We went to, we went to a steakhouse called Black House. Yeah. Bad boy food, man. <laughs> bad boy. Are you sure you don't want to change it? You know, you're sticking with pizza. Yeah, I'm going to go pizza. I'm sticking with pizza. I, I, I've got to ask the question then. Does pineapple belong on it or not? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> meat only, man. Yeah. yeah, meat only. That's it. <laughs> I don't even deal with veg on it, mate. That's wrong. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I'm a bit, I frown upon peppers, but every now and again it's okay. But yeah, meat only. Just love a, a good meat feast, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so wait to go. Um, next one then. Uh, who would play you in a movie of your life? Who's good looking? Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom Hardy can have it. Tom Hardy, yeah. yeah. He's got the he's got the fighting experience now as well. And he's, and he's an, yeah, I was going to say he's an hard cunt as well. Yeah, I'll give yeah. it Tom Hardy. <laughs> Blue belt, isn't he? Flying. Yeah. Is he, yeah? I'm sure he is, yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's a... Been uh, doing uh, comps and that and just like smashing them, getting gold medals left, right, and centre. What gangster? Yeah, he'll yeah. <laughs> have to shave his head though, won't he? I mean, not that. he's done it before, and yeah, he's seen him Bronson. Fucking hell, man. It was a weird film, though. That he, he was meant to be getting out, not some girl, wasn't he? Uh, he got denied, yeah, didn't he? It got yeah. denied, and then yeah, it turned the, out that his son wasn't a son. I know, poor cunt. It's crazy <laughs> the the fact that he what he went away for and he's been in jail for that long for it. He's a gangster, isn't it? He's yeah. got to be a 
like Britain's biggest gangster. <laughs> yeah, probably a prison boy. one as well. Raids and everything. It's crazy. Yeah, an absolute boy. Yeah. Um, last one then. If you could choose any superpower, what one would you choose? Mm, be all right going invisible, wouldn't it? Okay. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, like, people get, get get a bit weird with it, with invisibility. <laughs> no, I don't mean Scott. I don't mean like going perving on birds and shit. <laughs> I mean like if you're invisible, you can literally get away with what you want. You can go fucking Nick Nick Asani from Greg's or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Chilling. The, this is the thing though. Will will the the pasty go invisible? So would that give you away or? Fuck knows, but it'd scare everyone, wouldn't it? If fucking pasty's flying, <laughs> who gives a fuck? No one's stopping a pasta. <laughs> yeah, it's walking around with full pizzas and everything. Fucking hell, lad. Yeah, I'm going invisible. You know what? I'll, as you say, most people are very uh, a bit weird about picking invisible, but you've sold it. Yeah, properly sold it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like We're it. Chilling. When you involve food, it's it's a shell, isn't it? <laughs> it's easy, mate. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I just like the idea of like people getting shit scared about it. Fucking pasty floating out of your eggs. Well, that's what I'm saying, mate. Fucking hell! I go in for four sausage rolls, and four sausage rolls are miraculously falling out. <laughs> mate, no one's stopping no robber there because there's no one there. Yeah. Chilling. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've sold invisibility. I feel like you put a lot yeah. of thought in that, though. Like that's something you actually sat there and thought about. Well. <laughs> yeah, from, do you know what made me think about superpowers? Do you ever remember Misfits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's when I decided what superpower I wanted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's but another good. My bird, my bird wanted to read people's minds. I was like, nah, fuck that. Because if people are screwing, people are slagging you off, mate. Do me fucking head in. Yeah, <laughs> you, you get it, Eddie, as well. Just with so many minds coming at you. What's what's oh, going on? So. I mean. Don't need that. Hundred <laughs> uh, percent. I like the idea of like regeneration and that. That'd, yeah, that'd be all right, wouldn't yeah. it? But like losing an arm and it grows back. Yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, if you, if you but then again, how, how well. often do you lose your arm? Well, it'd, it'd <laughs> you know be I mean? for you, wouldn't it, with your hands? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Like, you will get some people who just get bored and just go. Chopped it off because you know it grows back. That'd <laughs> be another. That'd be another way to fucking get a Greg's pasta. Chop your hand <laughs> off and walk in with no hand. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen all these countries that like? Fucking hell, mate! Chilling that. <laughs> You'd be sounding all like these countries that uh, chop your hands off for stealing and that, wouldn't you? Mate, think about making weight for fights. Just chop a leg <laughs> off before you step on scales. Sound. <laughs> Yeah, have you um, have you ever seen Heroes? Heroes. Yeah, have you ever seen it? The no, TV no, show? is it any good? Yeah, it's, it's really good. I'll be honest with you, the third and fourth season gets a bit crazy, but the first two seasons are quality, and that's the. I tell you what's best one though. Um, fuck, you know, what's it called? It won Amazon Prime. What is it called? <laughs> the boys. It the boys. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. How funny is that? <laughs> yeah, that is the best superhero series I've ever watched in my life. It's brutal as well, isn't it? Yeah. So funny where that little that geezer goes really small and climbs in his dick. <laughs> oh, my God, man. That's too funny, that, man. I wonder who thought of that shit. Uh, 
Okay lang ako. That's a good series. Yeah. Oh, Dwight out of everything. That's what you picked for a good series. <laughs> nah, that's a fuck it. Yeah, that is a fucked up. That is a fucked up series. That. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. First time yeah. it starts, just the person gets splattered. It's the one who's fast. Oh, man, it's mental, man. <laughs> it's he doesn't even stop and apologize or not, and he just like looks back and goes, and yeah. runs <laughs> Well, I remember what I watched that first one with our last, and she was like, What the fuck are we watching here? This is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And then he got to a point where we're like, Oh, no, you can't watch it without me. You can't watch yeah. it without me. I thought, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. I thought you'd like it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's the person that does supernatural as well, and like you wouldn't think, like, yeah, 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 crazy, yeah. Well, um, that was everything we have for you, Joe. Again, one it. Thank you for taking the time out and joining us, and we wish Not you the best. Luck with your for having me on. Thank you. Nice one. Right, take down. It easy, mate. See you soon, boys. Take it easy, mate. It was super necessary. Go now.